This podcast is part of the Garnet Media Group Podcast Network. Garnet Media Group is a partnership between the student-run media outlets at the University of South Carolina. Find out more about Garnet Media Group's podcast and other student work on garnetmedia.org. I'm Matt. And I'm Matt. And this is Sip of Success. So, Matt, what are you doing? What are you up to? Nothing much. Just taking it slow this week. How about you? Pretty much the same. I just got back from the gym. It was nice to uh, work out. Oh, just yeah. Hanging I out, really. I mean, classes, everybody's complaining about how hard classes are, but I feel like my hard week is until next week. I have like three essays due. Yeah, I already had my hard Where's week, too. Hard week? I, it's weird because midterms mm-hmm. are like, there's no set midterm week, I feel like, this time with asynchronous classes and stuff. Yeah, I agree. There's no real midterm week. Totally. But I mean, I'm not complaining because usually right before midterms or right after midterms, we would have had fall break and we don't get that. So. Oh, true, true. Yeah, I forgot about yeah. that. I know. So it's been pretty slow for me, but I probably should go to the gym like you do. But I know you're you're much more healthier uh, <laughs> than I am. But I know you have a top. You're the expert on the topic we're doing today. But do you want to introduce what we're going to be talking about? Yeah. So. Matt and I are going to be talking about how important study spaces are. I mean, obviously with online classes, it's become, and you know, the library at look for reduced capacity, all that good stuff. It's been really hard for even me to find a good study space. Um, Matt, have you had any success in that? Not really in terms of study space. I think one big, my big thing is not even study space, but where do you take your classes at? Because it's mm-hmm. not like you go to a classroom anymore. So you have to find a space for that. And I know some people, I feel like a lot of people resort to their bed now for online class. For me, I like, I'd like to do mine either outside or at my desk. I would mm-hmm. go to the library, but it's, it's just kind of hard to like be in a Zoom class where I have my camera on with a mask on mm-hmm. while I like to go outside. Mm-hmm. But where, where do you, I know you're, in the library a lot for work but where do you study this semester or even take your classes this semester so honestly i just stay at my apartment which has been not a good thing at all because i don't pay any attention i start talking to my roommates um because i do love the library you know but it, like you said matt it's so difficult to be somewhere and try to talk with a mask on um especially in you know camera like i can get away with it at work and talking to my friends um like in person but it's almost impossible so I'd be interested to see if the library maybe for next semester would consider like a mask free zone for people specifically that are taking classes that are sitting six feet apart, you know, um, or even further apart. I think that would be an interesting consideration for them because like you said, it's really difficult to speak. Um, yeah. But I, I doubt that. It's just my fun. favorite part of the library was the silent cubicles, but those are closed. I know. And now they're gone. I know. That would be a perfect spot. Uh, mm-hmm. But I know also like talking about studying too, it's a lot different with, you know, finding your space, but getting into the rhythm of things. So before even going to study study spaces, just talking about like how to stay engaged in classes, what would be your biggest tips for that? Because it's a lot harder online than it is in person for a lot of people. I know for me, it's a huge Mm. difference to wrap my, you know, wrap, wrap my head around to figure out pay attention when I'm sitting in my room and trying to take notes online and switching between tabs with like a window open for zoom 
or like Blackboard and a window for like taking mm -hmm. notes or like paper notes and things like that. So how, what do you recommend to um, try and combat that? So my thing is, is get out of your bedroom. Like I know I live at a place where we have a separate kitchen area and a separate living room area. And so if I really need to get something done and it's a class that I really need to pay attention to, I'll go and sit in my kitchen just so that I'm not staring at my room. You know, my roommates will come in and I'll be like, oh, like, hey, what's up? But it's not as distracting as I feel like things in my room would be. One, two, turn off your phone. It sucks. I know it sucks. I'm bad about it too. But if I want to get any real work done now, especially with like quarantine, I don't know if you've noticed this, Matt, but it seems as though I've become even more attached to my phone because during quarantine, I had it on me all the time. Like it's become so much harder to sit down and study for 50 minutes. Whereas in the library, I could go less much. I could be like five hours. Just no phone, no break, just straight studying. But now it's impossible. Yeah, I know you have an app. What's your app for staying off your phone? Um, it's I believe it's called Forest. Let me see. I haven't Forest? used it in a while, but um, yes. yeah, it's called Forest. So you like grow trees. It like helped for a little bit, but then it was just one of those things. The now something else that I've started to do is a lot of like med students and law students I've noticed have been recording YouTube videos that are like study with me's. And so I like, I've, I've been using that a good amount. I feel like it's good to see somebody in a position that you want to be in also studying um, and they'd never get on their phone. So it's almost like being in the library, you know, not that the library is competitive per se, but it, it, it just, you think in the same mindset that whoever you're with does. Oh, that's interesting. We'll have to, we'll have to find one of those and mm -hmm. link it on here. But going off of that, how, you know, I know you're a master of studying. I know you love whiteboards. But I think a lot of classes are asynchronous. So I feel like a lot of students probably are trying to feel like they're trying to teach themselves a lot of the stuff. So how do you actively like, how do you actively read and actively study instead of just going over material and kind of taking it in one, one ear and out the other kind of thing? So how are you retaining your information when you're having to learn and study and teach yourself material? Um, so I think a kind of a big one, at least in my mind, a big one is like you said, using a whiteboard, um, that has been key to me. Cause if they write it, if I write it a couple of times, I know that it'll stick with me. Like I'll remember it. Um, but even that has been difficult because it feels like, you know, why am I paying attention? There's no need to study. There's no, at least I don't have exams this year. I have essays, right? Um, I don't, do you have a lot of exams, Matt? I have, you have a lot of exams or hmm. uh, it's, it's mixed up. It yeah. depends on the class. That's interesting. I feel like I haven't had a lot of exams. Or the ones that I do, they're like open note, which... Yeah. Yeah, same. What's that going to do for me, you know? Nothing. Um, yeah. So it's just been definitely an, something that's uh, a curveball and something that we're going to have to, you know, work on. It's been an interesting semester, to say the least. Yeah. Now, what about, like... I know you were studying for your MCAT and you would do like intense study sessions, mm -hmm. but how would you set those up? Like, and how, how would you do like your intense when you're in the library standing up? I know I would see you, but how, how do you do like an intense study session? Now or then? Exam? I'd say both now and then. So then obviously I would go to the library um, and I would, like Matt said, I would stand at a whiteboard and have like 600, like a stack of books or papers or whatever. And I'd hold them and I'd write and I'd look at it and I'd erase and I'd write it again. Um, that really helped me a lot. But now I found that 
I have to watch videos. I can't read something and retain any information anymore. And I don't know if that's because of Zoom, if that's because my studying skills aren't just as good, but I need something, I need to write it out. I need to be there, but I need to see it, somebody else doing it, right? I have a hard time um, looking in books, books now with, without having to like really, really pay attention to it and really read it. But you know, with videos, it's kind of like being in a Zoom class. It's like you can pay attention to it and you can do everything that they're saying. You can pause the video and work on it um, yourself, but it's still going to be um, a little bit different and a little bit difficult, but you can do it. Is that what I feel like uh, that's how kind of how it's been now. And besides from that, I can't really think of anything. I know I haven't honestly, Matt, I haven't been studying that much for my MCAT again. I'm, I'm kind of waiting for the library to open back up. Um, did you know they close at 11? Yeah. Yeah. No, you're a late night studier. Yeah. Well, and it just sucks because I mean, I get off work at nine. So by the time I get to the library, there's no point. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, um, and I feel like that's how a lot of students feel. So I wish they would consider, you know, opening back up for later, later night studiers. But, um, how have you been doing it? Have you done anything different? You know, I used, I used to study in the library too. Um, we're just in like spaces on campus, mm. which is kind of easy because most mostly outside. But I would say, like I have utilized the study room in my building a lot more than I have in the past, which is kind of convenient because it's always open twenty four seven, because it's just like a study room. But other than that, just studying in my room, or I also I've had a lot of memorization. And I was going to ask you this too, but. I've had a lot of memorization, like quizzes and stuff over like terms and vocab for one of my classes this semester, which I haven't had to do really since high school. But I've noticed obviously doing Quizlets in writing down, like what I'll do is I'll write down on either because I don't have flashcards all the time and I don't I don't like to like use a whole flashcard for like a one term thing or like a one term vocab word. So what I'll do is I'll take my notebook and just write down each term or each question and then write it down again, you know, because writing down just helps me memorize it more and then also use Quizlet as well. But I think a big thing that's helped me is sitting down with someone and having them quiz me on it. And it's the same thing kind of like I was having the prep for an interview like a month ago. And this, it was the same thing. I would sit down with myself and write down questions that I figured I would get asked in, in the interview and then answer them back to myself, like how I would answer it. And then I would have secondly as like another way to retain the information and remember how I would answer those questions is have someone quiz me on them um, and ask me those questions. But I've been doing that with that one class that I've had to remember a lot of terms for, but also spanning it out over a period of time because we both know that cramming obviously doesn't work no matter what we do. Um, so spacing it out over like a period of, three to five days has really helped me. And then as that last, like that final day before the quiz or test, I'll have my friend, I have a specific one of my friends, I have her help me read over, read me each question or term and then answer it back to her. So it's kind of like that final prep, kind of making myself in the zone kind of, of not just going through flashcards and looking at material, but having someone quiz me on it, like I would for the actual quiz or test. So that's really good, Matt. I, I like that you're doing that. However, there's something that'll do it for you. The Quizlet learn function. Have you ever used that? No, I have not. Uh -uh. I love it. I'm obsessed with it. 
Um, I think they're going to start offering it only as a premium service, which kind of sucks. But basically, have you ever heard of Anki? I know we've talked about it a little bit on here. Yeah, I yeah, but I'm not like 100% so familiar it's, with it. Like Anki, which is what like med students and law students use. So it's people that need to retain information over seriously long periods of time, not just like, you know, marginal, marginal periods of time. Um, but uh, I've been using Quizlet's learn function because it's basically that. It's basically Anki, like you will answer a question and you'll rate it. Do you know it? Do you not know it? How well do you know it? It'll and it'll ask you it based in a couple of days, based on like, oh, you need to review this or oh, you answered this question right twice, so you probably know that information, or you answered it wrong five times. We need to keep quizzing you on it until you understand it. And yeah. I really like that aspect of it. I, like I said, I'm worried they'll just put it to premium, but um, it's a great feature on Quizlet, and I think you should try to use it because it does space repetition. It serves the same purpose as um, as talking to your friend because it's you can do the, like, I only do the multiple choice ones. I don't like to type in ones. I'm bad at typing. I'm bad at spelling. Like, it, the multiple choice ones are basically exactly what you describe with your friend. So um, yeah. give that a try, Matt. And I, I would encourage I would encourage our listeners to do the same. Yeah, and I'll, I'll look at Anki. Anki sounds interesting. Yeah. I just looked it Anki's up. Anki's good, but it's, like I said, it's a, it's very intense and it's not user-friendly at all. Like I had to watch oh, okay. several videos and in order to make my own set. And then I finally, for my MCAT, just downloaded a pre-made set because it's so not user-friendly and there's so many small details that you need to like download this or that um so if you if you need to learn something like if you were going to i don't even know if you're going to grad school even for higher ed i would say do it because you need to know all that information for long like couple years period of time but that's a really thorough yeah. way to make sure that you understand information is on key yeah i see that it's a, it's a software and not like a website mm -hmm. so exactly yeah it is it's but pretty good Mm -hmm, that, yeah, I'll have to check that out. Mm -hmm. But I know one thing is this semester is, you know, you're not in classes a lot. You're maybe in like one class. But I think a big thing is not even having like finding your space is a big part of like how to study well. But with this mm -hmm. semester, I think it's switching up where you're studying is a big one. Because mm -hmm. if you're going to like, I feel like maybe even something that I was thinking of doing is finding one place to take my classes and then a different place to study for myself to kind of separate those zones um, and switch things up a little bit because it just gets tiring to sit there zoom call after zoom call and then study in the same spot every single day. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Matt, I think that's, I, I totally agree with you on that. Um, it's good for your mind to sort of separate everything that's going on. Yeah. And I think too, a big thing is creating a calendar for yourself. I know we're big calendar junkies anyway, but I know you is you kind of space out your study time on your calendar on like what days and times you're going to study. And I think that's a really good tool that students can use to space out that time to study, whether it be on like a Monday morning, this I'm going to study for two hours here or like a Thursday afternoon, I'm going to go study at, in, for two hours and so and so and things like that. Yeah, uh, I agree 100%. I think that's a, a very good thing for you, for you to do, Matt, and to say. Well, Mac, I think, do you have anything else to add about study spaces and, you know, how to learn more efficiently in a socially distant world where not everything's going to be open for students to use? 
Um, I think another a, a good thing is to utilize your local businesses. So like, for example, I'll go to Sweetwaters, which is downstairs from my apartment complex. Um, it's good to support local business. And also they are a lot of the co uh, coffee shops from the university are open until 11 or 12. Right. Um, so you're supporting local businesses. You're giving them, you know, um, the business that they need, but you're also utilizing their their tables and their study spaces, their free Wi-Fi. Um, so I think that's a pretty good thing, even if it's just to get sort of that library, that library era. And I will say, if anybody's financially able, get yourself some AirPods Pro, Pro excuse me, AirPods Pros. No. Yeah, Pros. Pros. Those are the noise canceling ones. Yeah. Yes, they're noise canceling the, or any sort of noise canceling headphones. You can get them cheaper. It's been honestly a game changer. Like even yeah. I wish that I'd had that bought them earlier. They'd had them earlier because even sitting on the success center when I'm at my work shifts, it's unreal how much noise that's in the background that's distracting that I don't hear and can really get in the zone. Um, yeah. And you're using them for your classes. So I think noise canceling headphones are a must. Uh, oh, or just a good pair of headphones is a must right yeah. now. Yeah, and I've seen people, I've seen people like write them off as a tax expense too. You know, if that's something that you're good, you're well versed in those things, or your parents are doing your taxes, they're well versed in those things. You could say that that is, you know, it's like a textbook. It's a school expense that you have to have when you're working at, from home. Yeah, definitely something to spoil your, yourself on. But I'm going to link an article for all of you guys listening from the Learning Center at UNC Chapel Hill that is a really helpful article that's helped me this semester called Studying 101, Study Smarter, Not Harder. And it just goes through how to study better, um, similar to kind of the consultation that consultations that Mac gives in the library on how to study um, and a little more condensed in general overview of just how to study better. Well, thank you guys for listening. And again, apologies, we're still on Zoom. So things sound a little they sound a little odd, that's why. But again, thanks for listening and make sure to follow us on Instagram at sip.of.success and we'll see you guys next week. Bye.